Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellas. I'm Peyton Zignego here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. Today is Thursday, which means it's almost the end of the week. Congrats, you made it. Before I get talking about what we're going to talk about today, I just want to mention you may hear some little tapioca noises in the background of this episode, and that is because she really takes this co-hosting job seriously and refuses to leave my lap as I record this. So you may hear some tapioca sounds, but that's just her giving her input. Anyway, today, as I said, is Thursday, and that means it's time for Tips of the Trade with Tapioca. Today, it's just the two of us striking it out on our own, which means we are going to be talking about podcasting. That's right. Today, Tapioca wants to be a narrative podcaster, which is all good and swell, because that is partially part of my area of semi-expertise. If you don't know about me, which you don't know a lot of things about me, but I'm trying to tell you, okay, I'm trying to help you get to know me, but it's hard because I do a lot of stuff and I only got like 15 minutes a day and that's not a lot of time. Anyway, what I meant to say is that I used to be a head writer for the Hush podcast up here on Story Arc. All that matters is that you know that I know how to do podcasty stuff. I'm also a radio student, if you don't know, so I'm taking a radio writing course currently that we're also talking about radio drama in. So I've got some pointers from a professional professor as well. So I'm pretty qualified. Basically, what you need to know is that the three main components of an audio drama or a radio podcast script is that you need to think about voices, so the characters, the sound effects, which could be folly, which is live sound effects being recorded by someone who isn't doing it with a computer. So it's someone making bird sounds with a little whistle or by themselves and not something that's already been pre-recorded. It's pretty cool and there's a lot of really neat methods for achieving certain sounds, um, especially in movie work. So there's a lot of cool applications with that. The third and final thing you have to think about is the music. You have to think about the tone of your podcast. You have to think about if you have people on there that are going to be playing music for you or what setting you're trying to place. Because music has a whole bunch of things you can do with it. You can set a certain time period or you can make your podcast seem to be in a certain place depending on the music and the style and the voices. There's a lot of applications for it and it's a really important aspect of helping your listener figure out where things are going on and and what's happening without you even having to say anything. So it's really a good tool. So that's your trifecta of main components. And now that you know that, you need to know, well, how in the heck you're supposed to arrange them or do anything beyond that. So let's take it step by step. All right. Step one, after you've sort of thought about your setting and your theme and characters and all of that foundational stuff, you're going to want to think about what you want to do with the entire season of your podcast. This can be anything from two episodes to all the way up to, I don't know, a hundred episodes. It's just really how you want to do it and what you think will be an appropriate length for the story and the time you have. So you outline your season. You're going to say, well, what are the important things that you want to happen during this season of your podcast? What are the important aspects that are going to play into it? Characters you're going to introduce and all sorts of things. You want to list places people are going to visit, 
who they're going to interact with, major plot points and plot twists, all that good stuff. And it doesn't have to be set in stone just yet. At this stage, it's more or less brainstorming of big things you want to happen. But of course, if you think that maybe a character would be better suited to have their arc placed somewhere else, that's totally fine too. It's really up to you and your team. Once you have that pretty much figured out, you're going to break that down into episodes, depending on how many you think you're going to have, how many have been outlined for you. I know with Hush, we were told how many episodes we would have in a season. So we'd take our season outline and break it down into points that would be good to have as a single episode, thinking about places that are going to be good to have a beginning, middle and end story, while also being very flowy with the overall storytelling of the podcast. Again, this is subject to change, and chances are you're going to be moving things around and realizing that this episode would be better served being placed over here, or this part would actually be a better ending to the episode previous, so you're going to need a different beginning for that episode. It's a lot of work moving around pieces and parts, but that's totally okay, and you're not doing anything wrong if you realize that something needs to be placed somewhere else. That's actually a huge part of what this is all about. And you're still in the outline phase, so nothing is set in stone. A tip that we did at the Hush podcast is we would write down important events and characters on post-it notes and then lay them out so we could move them around and see what fit better. This is especially helpful when outlining the entire season. So if you think that this character really needs to have this moment here or this character needs to come to this realization to finish their story arc, you can put them in the places where you think they'll go, and then move them around as you see fit with the entire season. This is a really nice tip that has helped us out. Um, you can also do it on a whiteboard or other surface. It doesn't really matter. We just liked the post-it note method because they're the easiest to be moved around. So now that you've got your outline for your season in the entirety and then the different episodes you'll be doing, you're going to take your first episode and you're going to beat it out. You'll do this for every episode, but in the chronological order, you'll do it with the first episode first. A beat sheet is basically talking about what the beginning, middle, and end will look like for each episode. What are going to be the conflicts, the climaxes, what's going to happen to lead characters to the climax and then to the conclusion, and then what's going to be your hook for the next episode. Another thing that's really good about beat sheets is they allow you to set A plots, B plots, and C plots, which means you can have multiple storylines going on at the same time and have them all laid out for you right there. Ideally, you'll beat out the entire season and then beat out each episode so that you at least know what you're doing when you get to the writing stage. That's super helpful. Beat sheets are a roadmap for your episodes and seasons. It's so helpful to have everything laid out right there. And if you do it in Google Docs, you can change things as you go. I know when we've made beat sheets for Hush, we've been constantly changing them and updating them with what we see fit and what's better for the characters and everything. So they're a great tool for trying to figure out how you want things to go. A beat sheet consists of the inciting incident, so your beginning, obstacles, your midpoint, which is, you know, the middle of the episode, more obstacles, your climax, the conclusion, and then the hook for the next episode, which will lead into the next episode's inciting incident, and so on and so forth. You can make little subsections for each of your plots, so you can figure out how to intertwine them, and you can change them and the order to be in a way that makes sense to you and your writing team. All of these tools from outlining to beating are really just that, tools. You can use them differently or change them to best fit you and your team of writers so that everybody knows what's going on and it's easiest to understand. 
Now, once you have all that figured out and you know your characters, you know what's going to happen to them over the course of the season, and you know what's going to happen to them in each episode with a basic beat sheet for everything, you can move on to writing the episodes. When you're getting started writing, it can be a little intimidating to get straight into writing your characters and dialogue, so a great tool is improv, actually. You and your fellow writers can bounce lines off of each other, see what works, what doesn't work, and you can write these down and type them up and use them in your scripts however you want. Improv is a great tool to figure out how characters are going to interact with each other, and also to figure out what kind of lines you want them to say, voices, different accents, things like that. Ways of speaking are super important to differentiate characters, and it's also an indicator of their personality. Certain characters will speak certain ways, uh, perhaps they're trying to act smart, so they use lots of big words, but incorrectly. Or maybe they're a bit shy, so they speak quieter and with smaller words. There's a lot of opportunities here, and there's so much to play with, so improving with your team is a great way to figure all that out. Once you get to actually writing dialogue and scenes and adding in your sound effects and music, it's important to start dividing and conquering. In Hush, each of us took a different scene to write, or maybe a few, and then we'd reconvene and connect them all together in a different draft. So basically, you and your team can each take scenes from the beats. Uh, this would be one beat. So for example, you would take the A plot, uh, the inciting incident, so the beginning, and then you would write the draft for that of the script and the sound effects and everything included. And then once you and your team have each written the scenes and you've got each beat written out in a scene, or if you've combined them, you've just got everything you need all written down. Then you can combine them into one document and there you have your first draft. That's basically your first episode all lined out for you right there, but it's not done yet. So now that you've got that all written out, you need to make sure it flows together because despite your best efforts, people will write things that don't exactly line up, which is all right. Now you've just got the task of making sure everything flows. This is also important when you're starting out a podcast because you need to make sure that every character is talking consistently. This can be a little tricky to get the hang of at first, but once you got it down, you've got it down. And it'll be pretty easy to keep it up. Now you've just got to revise it until you've got your second draft. Now is time that you can have your actors come in and read through it. Or if you don't have actors yet or they're unavailable, of course you and your team can read it out too. This is important because it helps make sure that your dialogue flows and sounds natural. Because, of course, when you're writing it, it sounds perfectly fine. But when spoken out loud, it can sound wonky or unnatural and maybe not like a conversation. So you can change things up then to make sure that everything sounds good and works together. Again, this is also important because you can figure out how characters are going to be speaking because you're saying the lines out loud. So if you say, oh, that character wouldn't say that, you can change that so it fits. So now you've read through it and everything sounds natural and fits together well. You can edit it a little bit more, just clean things up as you see fit. And then there you go. You've got a final script. From there, it's just rehearsing and then recording and making sure everything fits together. And hey, there you go. You've got a whole podcast. Some important things to note are sound effects. People forget about sound effects a lot. I know I'm guilty of this. They're really important in helping your audience figure out where your characters are. For example, there's a big difference between being in a jungle with rain sounds and exotic birds versus being in a big city with car horns and people chattering in the background. Your music helps with the setting too, but both of these are really important components that are going to be used to tie things together and help your audience place things because there aren't any visual indicators. But then, hey, there you go. After that, you just keep writing episodes following the same process, and then before you know it, you've got an entire season of a show done. So, let's review real quick. Step one, figure out your characters and your basic plotline for the season. Step two, beat it. Step three, 
break those beats into different episodes and then beat out those episodes individually, making sure to pay attention to important plot points that have to come up and different storylines that you're going to be telling. Then you write your episode, having every one of your writers take scenes to write and then compiling them at the end. Once scenes are written and compiled, you then revise to make sure that everything fits together and sounds right. Then have your actors read through it to fix up dialogue and make sure everything again sounds as smooth as it possibly can, while also being mindful of your sound effects and music to help your audience and to make it all sound sharp and podcasty. Finally, you make any finishing edits and touches, and then there you have it. You've got a script ready to record. And hey, that's all there is to it, really. It's really fun, and I really suggest that if you and some friends or family members are bored, coming up with ideas, writing podcast scripts, and then even recording them is super fun, and anyone can do it, really. Just takes some time and dedication, but hey, you've got plenty of time. And as always, if you need any tips or or want me to go into more details, I'm of course open to having questions sent to me about this, the writing process, or anything else. Oh, do I hear a plug for my Ask Peyton segment going on tomorrow? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. That's right. If you've got questions about this or anything else, you can ask Peyton. Just email me at Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N, at storyarkark.org with your question or comments or concerns, I guess. And I will be quick to answer them on Friday. That is tomorrow, so get your questions in stat. As I've said before, ask them loud, ask them proud, ask them in my email inbox. So I uh, hope to see you there in my inbox. Wow, it sure looks like I can talk a lot about podcasting and podcast writing, so I took up all our time. Well, that's all right. I'll be back tomorrow. Don't you worry. So this will be our goodbye. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I appreciate it greatly. And I do hope if you need another fix, you can go back and listen to my previous episodes. We got a bunch out there. And if you missed any, they're all a blast. So you're missing out if you're not listening to them. Besides, yesterday was the part two to our Ken Levine interview. And that's really interesting and also has some great opportunities with our sitcom contest coming up. More information about that can be found in yesterday's episode. So if you miss my voice, you can go ahead and listen to that. And with that, I will leave you. See you tomorrow. Stay safe out there. This has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out.